Hello, 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 faithful listeners. Welcome back to Scoops. I'm your host, Mr. Thomas. And Miss Post. Hope everybody had a great week. Uh, we don't have as much fire this time for episodes, uh, but of course we're always going to bring it. And obviously, you know, politicians aren't the only ones who can capitalize off COVID. You know, that literally spawned our show. So as much as I hate it, and I absolutely do, I'll trade the podcast for unmasked school days any day of the week. But, uh, you know, it's, we always got something to say. Uh We'll get into some playoff picks today. Review week 18, first, not first ever, second ever week 18 in the NFL. First ever time with 17 games. Uh, Adam, if you can tell me what year they had 18 weeks previously. Or Steve, tell me what year, what year they had 18 weeks previously without looking it up. I'll uh, buy, you, buy you some wings at B-dubs. Snack size, only six or seven. Anyway. Um, but one thing our, our listener told me. He he said, you know, he didn't want to tell others about our podcast because not that he was ashamed, but didn't think they'd take it the right way. And that just, that got me hyped. That got me hyped, you know, because we're, we're blunt here at Scoops. You know, we're going to keep it real. We're going to tell it like it is. If you can't handle, if you can't handle the, um, the personality, then stay in your, stay in your cocoon because we're going to bring it. You know, I don't think we're combative. We just, we, we just bring it with facts and cats don't like to hear facts. They like to hear the feelings. That's not how it works. So which we strive to be uncancelable here at Scoops, like our boys Dave Chappelle and Aaron Rodgers. We're going to stand up for ourselves. We're not going to let the mob come for us. So ashamed or not, tell about us or not, we're going to be here speaking truth to power, as they say, but actually doing it this time. Miss Post, how are you, though? Doing well. A little sleepy, but we're making it. Hey, we're grinding. We're grinding. Uh, big news, Georgia beat Bama in the championship game. Me and Miss Post both had Bama because we both had Georgia last time and we were way wrong. But Georgia slayed the dragon. Good for them. Definitely earned it. Great game, 33-18. Uh, up at Indianapolis, close to us in our undisclosed location. Mm-hmm. Uh, but good to Georgia. First title in 40, 41 seasons. And Bama, of course, you know they'll be back next year, but it's never really too sad to see them go down. So all SEC finals, shocking, but that's how it goes. Uh, one quick thing I wanted to bring up about vindication. One thing I forgot that that fired me up last time. Uh, this 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 guy, this this slappy. Uh, his name is Neil Ferguson. Uh, he's this expert. He like projects. He has projected different things of what would happen if you don't take certain precautions, things like that. And basically, this guy was the man that who who's forecasting who's forecasting led to the U.S. and U.K. shutting down in spring 2020 because of what he said would happen if they did not. So, uh, you know, the guy, the man said 1.7 COVID deaths if we don't shut down. And we're about 840,000 now, give or take. You know, again, there's no exact science as we talked about, but he said 1.7 million in who knows how long, maybe three years, maybe it was six months, who knows. But this is from a Wall Street Journal article, and I will link it in the notes section. But basically, this guy's, this, this is the guy that, uh, led to the cancellations, his, his, his forecasting. So, he predicted catastrophic casualty rates for a quote-unquote unmitigated pandemic, okay? And this model promised to bring COVID-19 under control through, uh, you know, banning large gatherings, school closures, business closures, lockdowns, okay? And the, this is from the article, Wall Street article. Mr. Ferguson produced his model by recycling a decades-old influenza model that was noticeably deficient in its scientific assumptions, for one thing, it lacked the means even estimating viral spread at nursing homes, which, of course, nursing home deaths have been the biggest, one of the biggest spreaders from the jump. 
But listen to this guy's record. Now, this is from an article that was anti-lockdown in the Wall Street Journal. They, the author studied lockdowns and things, and I'll, and I'll link it. You can go read it yourself. But Wall Street Journal is not going to publish something that is, is not legitimate, at least in, its, in its, uh, what it's trying to say. But in 2001, this guy Ferguson predicted that mad cow disease would kill up to 130,000 people in the UK. 136,000, okay? And he chastised conservative estimates of up to 10,000. This is my this might be my favorite stat since I've become a data guy two years ago. As of 2018, the actual death toll was 178. 178. The man predicted 136,000. Said 10,000 was too conservative. 178 in 17 years. Adam could probably do this math on top of his head, but let's look up 178 divided by 136,000. 0.0013. So 0.13% accurate in terms of what he thought would happen versus what actually did. So that's that's his track record. Okay. Also, his other missteps include predicting, cata- predicting catastrophes for mad sheep disease, avian flu, and swine flu that never panned out. Okay. Let's continue. So... Ferguson's extreme quote-unquote suppression model, which assumed a strict lockdown curtailing public contact by 75% for over a year. So even using that model, he predicted more deaths than occurred in 170 of 189 countries. So only 19 countries did not exceed the deaths that he had in by strict curtailing. Okay, or, or excuse me, yeah, it did exceed the predicted death that he had from extreme curtailing, okay? The study predicted up to 42,473 COVID deaths in Sweden under mitigation and 84,777 under uncontrolled spread. The actual number, I'm not sure the date of when this, the, the number occurred, but the actual number was 13,400. So less than a quarter, a little, about, a, about a third, a little, a little less than a third of COVID deaths in Sweden, they didn't lock down at all. The unlocked down prediction was almost 85,000 by this guy. And this is the guy that's predicting, predicting the modeling? This guy? And they say, this guy? What are we doing? Um, so anyway, I just want to add that from last week's episode. This is the guy that's, whose predictions were driving the policy. And don't forget, 136,000 mad cow disease deaths, and there were 178 in 17 years. So it just goes to show, of course, experts, you know, usually wrong, and as we've been saying, cost-benefit analysis. So let's take it for what it is. Uh, but Neil Ferguson, obviously not, not very accurate when it comes to mm-hmm. nailing down what will happen if you don't do certain things. Mm-hmm. So, Ms. Post, tell the audience the point you made earlier to us off-air. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if we mentioned this last uh, episode, but you hear a lot of rumblings about how COVID patients are taking up the hospital beds and that hospitals are already overrun and there's no room. And I always see things like, imagine your grandpa, your dad needs to go to the hospital for, cause he has a heart attack and there's no beds because COVID patients are taking it up. And like, I get, I kind of get what they're saying, but also I get really frustrated with the argument because COVID patients are still sick too. We've almost flipped this whole thing on its head because at one side of the coin, everybody is in fear of COVID and nobody wants someone else to get COVID. We're all trying to protect each other, allegedly. 
I was just going to say that. Allegedly. But on the other side of the coin, it's like we have no remorse for those who are in the hospital with COVID. Some people are like, oh, you didn't get the vaccine. You're in the hospital. You shouldn't get a ventilator. That should go to somebody else who got a vaccine. And it just, we're trying to play this moral war with it when it's all sickness. Whether it's a heart attack or you have COVID and you have to get on a ventilator. It's still an illness either way. And there's, it's just frustrating to hear that, like, if everybody is in the hospital because of COVID, it's like the nurses don't want to care for them. Like, I'm sorry, they're coming to the hospital a lot. But <laughs> you, y'all wouldn't complain if it was a whole bunch of people with a different illness, if that makes sense. Now, that's a great point, Ms. Post. And honestly, since you said that, the more it's really, I've been getting fired up about it. Because yeah. last year, again, it was all like, oh, how dare you come in for like a wrist a wrist injury? We have COVID patients, like right. moral failing. I just said, we talked last week how that was this horrible policy because A, delayed care is never good. B, no hospital ran out of beds, not one. And C, uh, it's just going to delay it down the line like we're seeing now. And even if, even if it didn't lead, to more deaths, which is not true. Excess deaths are also sore in other areas, so it did lead to more deaths. But besides that, even if it didn't, we, it's still bad policy to not right. get the care you need. Anyway, right. as you said, Miss Post, last year it was like oh, only COVID hospitalizations mattered. Right. For right. example, mental health hospitalizations were up among teens, but that wasn't talked about because it wasn't COVID. Of course. As you just said, now it's all about oh, what if you need a heart attack? What if you need a wrist mm-hmm. surgery? You can't mm-hmm. get it. So as you just said, it's flipped now. COVID mm-hmm. patients are like are, are like the scum of the earth because they've gotten COVID. Right, right. And, and, and the argument about making unvaccinated pay for their treatment, I think I think it's terrible, first of mm-hmm. all. But I'll give you the argument if you say you have to pay for for being a smoker or being mm-hmm. obese right. or, 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 right. or uh, ruining your liver by alcohol, things mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah, Choices it's easier. That you can make. Exactly. It's easier to get a vaccine than to lose weight, of course. But, right. again, if it's about accountability, then you're – you got yourself obese. You got yourself, mm-hmm. you became a smoker. Like, mm-hmm. where does it end? Mm-hmm. You can't say you only, those that choose to be unvaccinated need to be held accountable because everyone else makes choices as well. Mm-hmm. And as we said, that's why COVID is so deadly for those that it is, is because of serious mm-hmm. unhealthiness in America, which right. is nothing new. Right. Nothing new. Right. And then, of course, we're not focusing on that at all. Exactly. Because, well, first of all, it is hard to fix. I think our boy, um, Dr. Scholl, mentioned this too. You know, it's not an easy thing to fix. We can't fix that overnight but that's health it's it's a long drive every day you're you know depositing something into that bank account of your life you know you are making um investments in your future exactly you're exactly right and of course again early on the pandemic there's no really time to get healthy then but we've had it almost two years. Mm-hmm. So plenty of time to get healthy since then right. or get healthier. Right. And what do we do in the summer of 2020? Close playgrounds, mm-hmm. close pools, Tell close summer camps. Tell people to stay inside. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and what are the, lead even more obesity, including childhood obesity. What do the internet articles say when you get COVID? Stay away from people. Stay inside <laughs> exactly. your room. That's have right. someone bring you food. Don't wear a mask if you see people. And don't go outdoors. That's right. A little piece of the news I wanted to bring up. So, of course, having practice today, basketball team 9-3, and three, by the way, doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, a, a, a district east of us said, of course, they're not changing their quarantine guidelines. So 14 days for close contacts, 10 days for Whoa. positive t- t- tests. Oh, yeah. Oh, and name of science. Name of science, of course. CDC changes theirs, but we can't change ours. Why? Oh, well, not say. We'll follow the science. Follow the science. Experts are saying this. Follow the science. So again, it's just stupid. Obviously, more stupid, mm-hmm. more stupid policy, imbeciles. I mean, again, 
this is Adam's gonna get mad at me for saying this, and Adam, this is just a joke, so deal with it. But you know, the same. I can see how there's been autocratic regimes in the world, whether it's Stalin, Hitler, uh, the dude from Venezuela, Chavez. You know, no, Adam, make making you wear a mask is not the same as Hitler. I understand that. I'm just saying blindly following things. Like literally, for example, like the school, the school I coach at, there's an alleged mask mandate during the games. I sure as hell don't wear my mask in the basketball games. Hell no. Last year I barely did. This year I'm definitely not doing it. Tell the world. Tell the world. I don't care. I'm not wearing a damn mask coaching basketball. But some other coaches do and, and, and parents do and things. But when we leave town, of course they don't wear it. Right. Why not? Right. Now I say follow the rules. Okay, that's fine. But obviously I don't think it's effective they're not wearing it outside of town. They didn't think it's more effective outside of town because it's dangerous there. Exactly. Because it's not safe. It's not safe. So anyway, I can see how people just blindly follow. And that's the thing too. People are like, oh, what bothers me so much, but I'm just going to go along. Well, then it's never going to change. Mm-hmm. It's never going to change. Take a stand. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, you, you can go along and get along, but then where does it end? Right. You have to draw a line somewhere. Maybe it's not the mask hill, but if you don't draw the line at the principle of making you wear a mask just because they tell you to do it, you, you have, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to mm-hmm. be swept up in anything. Right, right. So anyway. District Small e- issues become bigger ones. Exactly. Because they just keep reaching mm-hmm. for more. Right, right. District each, east of us. It's 14-day quarantine. I mean, it, it's just absurd. So basically, they're keeping kids out of school more for what? Yeah, that's not science. That's not science. Mm-hmm. CDC short in the guidelines. Yeah. Seven days, even for close contact. Seven days, negative tests, bring it in. Ten days. Fourteen days. What are we doing? Even if, even if you did follow CDC guidelines at this point, you probably shouldn't go if you still feel sick, too. Use common sense. Exactly. It goes both ways. If you feel well, then you should be able to get back to work, to school, wherever you're going. Exactly. If you don't feel well, don't go out. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, you think that we don't know our own bodies. And as I've been saying, and last year I haven't had this thought too, and it wasn't, it, it was stu- stupid last year because why would you do it? But as I've said, if these precautions allegedly work so well, mm-hmm. then why can't you be there positive? Now I'm not saying if you're sick, coughing a lung, Last year, we said on record that this, I'm at the point where if, you can, if you're able to go to work, you should be able to because there's vaccines. Mm-hmm. But last year, you know, when you're positive, whether asymptomatic or not, stay home, you know, because you just don't know. But allegedly, you know, there's distancing, there's masks, there's one-way hallways, right. there's right. only one class at recess at mm-hmm. once, so why can't you be there then? Right. And that, again, it's just a thought process of, well, does this stuff really work or not? If it does, then why do we care if someone comes back on day 8 instead of day 15? Or day six instead of day 15. Right. I mean, think right. about that. Think yeah. about that. Right. Oh, yeah, you're bringing me back to the early days of um, COVID. Do you, do you remember going in stores where they would have arrows? Yes, I do. I remember, I do. Get, I remember getting, like, stuck in Walmart or something because I couldn't figure out where to go. And then I just remember, oh, it's just so weird to think back on it. We would be like, oh, that person's breaking the rules because they're going the wrong way in the aisles. And I was like, ooh, they're nice. They're, they're, they're rule breaker people. And now and I'd now give them they, a high five or a hug. No, it doesn't even matter. Exactly. Now we're not even wearing masks in the stores because... Because it's stupid? People would call it pandemic fatigue, but no. It's common sense. Exactly. Because we've woken Thank up, you. we've realized we were naive in the beginning. I think everybody can admit that because we didn't know what was going on. It was new. At this point... We know how this is rolling, and we know that it's not going to be leaving us next year, five years from now, but hopefully at that point we will have learned to have lived in spite of it. Exactly, Miss Post. And one, one funny story on that, this is not related to what you said, but it's kind of a funny story about schools last year when we finally came back in person after four weeks. 
uh, the kids, the car riders had to get like this little sticker on their hand to see which door they went out of because you know, had to have distance, had to have distance. Are you and, serious? And, I've never heard about this. And, uh, one of the kids was like, Mr. Thomas, can I take it off? And at first I was like, no, you got to keep it on. I was like, wait, of course you can take it off. I'm not going to mark my students based on the wristband, on the, well, the sticker gonna, on their, on their hand. Like, of course um, they can take it off. Contact trace you if you went through a certain door? Well, I think it's just to keep separate and then, yeah, possibly contact trace later on. Oh, and then Adam, our, our boy Adam was like, oh, you're, it's the regular Sophie's Choice out there, Mr. <laughs> Thomas. So that was very funny, Adam. Shout out to you. But I was also, again, I'm, I'm looking to fight the coat. Like I went up the wrong, the, the, Wrong way on the one-way yeah, stairs yeah. every single day. Yeah, because it's stupid. It it's stupid. stupid. It's air. It, exactly. It's, it's recirculating. But also, at if a, you're indoors, you're breathing the same air. Exactly. If you're outdoors, you're you've got fresh air. Anyways. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but also, university near us, and of course, this is just par for the course. So they're all salty because there's no uh, there's uh, less mask enforcement than they want at these uh, mm-hmm. at at the events mm-hmm. so what do they say instead of just saying oh it's stupid they'll say oh double down we have to, we have to put more masks on of course it's always just wearing another mask it'll always be one more mask you need to wear that will get it done um so it's it, it's just stupid i mean they're talking about possibly going to no fans which of course be the dumbest thing in the world and at your games no at the, the, the local university oh, okay. uh oh right 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 so again because there's not a mask compliance and, and first of all as i said last year trying to intimidate Exactly. Intimidate yes. fans. Or saying no concessions. Take of course, they're not going to do that because it was a shit ton of money. They're not going to have no yeah. concession. Mm-hmm. But last year, there shouldn't have been full attendance, obviously, indoor events. Football games, even so. I, I say there should have been 50, 50 to 75, 50 to 75% attendance mm-hmm. in football games because, again, it's outdoors. Yeah. And Adam will say, oh, people walk through the tunnels. Yes, walk through the tunnels, but this, it's still outdoors enough. And, again, if you don't want to go, don't go. Anyway, besides that, outdoor events should have had some fans, period. Indoor events still could have had some again because you're spaced out. Yeah, spaced mask out. mandate. Hey, but if you're if you're twenty feet away, you don't need a damn mask. But okay, fine. Wear a mask at the game, or at least in, in the hallways. That makes sense. But you could have had some fans. M- most colleges had no fans, which again, stupid. But anyway, so now they have full capacity as they should. But do you really think a mask mandate at a full capacity basketball arena is going to make a difference? Let's 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 add it up. We said that we right. actually think masks work in certain situations. Uh, for Poor filtration, not there for that long, and the correct mask. Well, the filtration is good at basketball arena, okay. But you're there for at least a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And you're in and out with the mask because you have food on. Right. You're breathing on the mask. You're yelling. And yelling is a huge cause of, of viral spread because you emit more particles. Right. Okay. Right. And, again, you're in the same place a couple hours, and they don't mandate what kind of mask. So mm-hmm. what the hell is the point of that? Mm-hmm. So that proves, again, they just want to say they're doing something without doing anything. The mm-hmm. true thing would be to limit capacity, which, again, is stupid, but that would actually do something and so they have limited capacity, mm-hmm. which again, you don't need to do that now. And that's stupid. But that would actually, that would prevent, if you're looking to prevent spread, that would be what it is. Mm-hmm. But as, my, as I said last episode, as my uncle said, COVID's not coming from basketball games. Right. And it's going to go, well, it's just not, people just don't want it to be at their event. That's why last year in the baseball playoffs, California, the Dodgers couldn't host in California. They played in Texas. So their fans could go from California to Texas to watch the game, but they couldn't be in California. So what sense does that make? Again, they right. just don't want to be the ones where COVID is caught. Exactly. That's all it is. That's all it is. And the thing is, these people that you could go to a basketball game and you could literally not catch COVID. And the next day you go into the gas station to pay for your gas exactly. and catch COVID. Exactly. So the thing is, it's like COVID just doesn't even care how long you've been around somebody, like where you're at. It just doesn't matter at this point. Virus doesn't care. It's exactly. everywhere. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. And, I don't know. 
just frustrating. It's it's infuriating this poster. Exactly right. Because when we got COVID, well, I'm the one to start it. Um, You did give it to me. That's true. And (laughs) Adam, let the record show. I got it from someone else. Not a moral failing on my part. And I'd been quite a few places at that point because uh, I was uh, out of school, so I had some freedom. So I don't know where I got it. I was around different people. I was at some different places. I went out of town. And it could have been any of those things. It could have been someone I was with that had it asymptomatic. Who knows? Exactly. The possibilities are endless. And the only way you can, like, track it at this point is to literally stay inside your home and not touch anything. Exactly. Exactly. Which is obviously not any sort of way to live. Exactly. And ironically, I think this is only one day in 2020, May 2020, but like two-thirds of New Yorkers said they stayed at home for a week or more straight. And still, who, who, two-thirds yeah. of New Yorkers who were positive said they stayed at home for a week or more straight. So like, as you just said, I suppose, you're, it's going to find a way. Right, right. And I hate this line because it's what the authorities try to say. is, oh, there's so much we don't know. There's so, uh, there's so much we don't know about who gets it versus who doesn't in certain right. situations. I mean, sometimes right. like a wife might be bad negative mm-hmm. like you said i suppose you might get it in passing you might talk to somebody for an hour and not get right. it that's the unknown because it's a virus right it's, right. it's variations mm-hmm. but w- there is so much we know about the deadliness mm-hmm. uh who's at risk right what's super spreader events things like that so mm-hmm. no adam and and steve we're not saying there's so much we don't know about the virus because that's a cop out you can say that for 10 years yeah, yeah. but obviously there's it's, it's just it's random in terms like you said i suppose who gets it who's severely mm-hmm. affected versus you know like one healthy 27-year-old might have a bad cold, one might not, whatever, whatever. Right. I mean, that's just how it goes. Right. But it's a virus, as you mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, and I'll link this article as well. I've came across a study from The Guardian. Now, The Guardian, of course, is very left-wing, so it's not going to be anything that is, that is um, you know, debunks the narrative. Right. But this guy in, in Britain did this study, I guess, that in, in rooms that aren't that humid, COVID loses half of its infectivity in the air in five seconds. So, of course, they justify it by saying you got to wear a mask. So it's always just wear a mask. It's wear a mask. Put a mask on. It's all yeah. good. Put a mask on. You got to cut your finger. Put a mask on. Uh, uh, you sprayed your ankle. Put a mask on. It's always just wear a mask. All you got to right. do is wear a mask. Right. Wear a mask. Two years in, right. wear a mask. Right. Florida, Florida and California, same death rate. Oh, wear a mask. Uh, um, New York City, highest cases ever. Oh, wear a mask. Anyway. Yeah. But basically, the study is interesting because it showed that the tra- aerosol transmission were, were less across a room. Which makes sense because, again, if I go to a restaurant, I'm not going to get it from the person, you know, three booths down and three booths over. Because right. it's ridiculous. Plus, again, restaurants have better ventilation systems. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense. But one of the critiques to it was that, you know, someone doesn't just stay in one spot and then leave. It's usually when you're in the same spot over and over again. And that's where it does stay in the air, obviously. So, A, filtration is still very important. Mm-hmm. And, B, again, the type of mass matters. And I, I don't mean to say something that's unfalsifiable, because as we know, big data guys here, something has to be proven wrong to be an experiment. But it's almost like it, it, is, it is counterintuitive, because if something is that contagious that you can't have a big group or whatever, you need to wear a mask, then the mask isn't going to do anything for it, right? Like if you say, don't be in a tight space for three hours at a time, okay, fine. But then wearing a mask is not going to do anything to stop it if it's that contagious and right. you're that enclosed. Right. Absolutely not. Right. Absolutely. So should right. Especially if it's a cloth mask or a surgical mask. Of course not. You think me breathing on that, sneezing on it, putting it mm-hmm. in my pocket. Come mm-hmm. on, give me a break. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, the, I th- we've probably talked about this a lot, but just the fact that we're told to wear a mask, yet we know the masks that everybody's wearing are not effective. Exactly. Amen. It, it just proves that 
they are not even there for their effectiveness. Otherwise, exactly. they would be telling us, the masks are effective. Use the ones that are working. Don't wear these. They would be selling all these different things. But exactly. of course, it's a money machine. Of course. Well, ironically, Ms. Bliss, you say that because now the push is to wear KN95s, which again, do oh, work yes. better. Yeah. But instead of, like, especially with kids, they're like, oh, well, you, you think, okay, well, the mask kids are wearing the work. Let's just not have them wear it. No, now they're going to say, oh, we're a K95. Here, here's how I saw, I didn't watch this video, but there was a link to see it. Some lackey on CNN was on there trying to demonstrate how kids can wear it, how to put it on kids. And it's just like, so again, you just said they're yeah. doubling down yeah. on saying, oh, we'll just make more K95s then. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But anyway, back to the study. Yeah, interesting. So again, in, in, a, in a low humidity room, like an office space, COVID loses half its infectivity in five seconds, the study says. So mm -hmm. not peer-reviewed yet. Interesting, though. I, I read it over. It was curious. And again, so of course, that, that means that you should mask more. No, it really just means you're not going to get COVID from someone, again, three booths down, three booths over at a restaurant, which we've known because A, far away, and B, there's good air in restaurants. It's tightly, mm -hmm. poorly ventilated spaces where you're there over and over again. The the infectivity has, infectivity being gone in five seconds does no good when you're in the same spot over and over again because you keep having the same air. Exactly, so, yeah. But you we know that. Exactly. There's nothing new. Mm -hmm. Ventilation, uh, large, large indoor spaces mm -hmm. where you're back and forth, tight mm -hmm. gathering, like a bar. Mm -hmm. uh, that would be an event where it's a lot of spread, which makes mm -hmm. sense. And that right. a, a place like a bar that doesn't serve food or drink where you take your mask down would be a place where you would want to wear a high-quality mask if mm -hmm. you're there, again, for about an hour or two. Mm -hmm. More than a couple hours, that's just pointless because unless you're a K95, because, again... After 27 minutes, wearing a cloth mask, and you were us wearing a cloth mask, Miss Post, has done nothing. So anyway, but that was all pre-vaccine, too. We've been on the record as saying, post-vaccine world, absolutely no need for a mask, no need for a mask mandate, no need for any restrictions. Because if, if you want to be protected, get the vaccine, get the booster. Period. Yes. Yeah. Period. Well, it's just, it's frustrating. I've seen some different um, teachers say, like, they're frustrated that we've gone back in person this um, of course of course this, number one on the savior complex list is teachers and that's just frustrating because it's like they're like you're putting my life at risk <laughs> and, exactly oh okay. i just breathed on her sorry <laughs> oh i don't laugh at that um it's it just it's just kind of frustrating to hear because it's like you are literally healthy exactly. it's, it's almost a victimhood mindset to be like you're, you're putting my life at risk. So are the kids, if you're going to say it like that, because they're probably just as healthy as you, especially these young 20-some, exactly. 30-some 20 teachers. Unless you have a condition that you know puts you at risk for COVID, you make an informed choice for yourself. Should you pull yourself out of that job? Should you try to find a way to teach remotely? I don't know. That's your choice. You figure that out. But we can't all live like we're literally all have conditions that are putting exactly. at risk because we don't <laughs> again you know, that's like saying that. oh if i have arthritis i'm more at risk of covid wrong <laughs> exactly that's both well again those those that claim moral virtue because they stayed home for a year and a half are the same ones that think it's like a 95 percent hospitalization rate 50 percent death rate when you're young and 28 right. and, and right. are healthy or have like a semi comorbidity like it's yeah. like you just said it, what what are you talking about right. and then it just when you look at the data, you look at the facts of the survival rate and the um, severity of all these symptoms we're having, 
then it just makes all of this stuff feel like a joke, kind of. Exactly. You're exactly right. All of these protocols, it's like, we're doing all this for that? For that? Amen. And as Adam said, Adam put things... Puts things so eloquent. You know, we're, we're fact-based here, but Adam's yeah. just, we're more nuanced than Mr. Right. T. And this right. post is better than me, too. But, you know, we're both fired up. Yeah. We uh, but as Adam says, it, it just loses the credibility. That's the most important right. thing. It, it's damaging. Because you just said in this post, people are going to say, wait, I have a one in, in mm-hmm. 1,000 chance of dying from this. Right. Why can't I go work? Why can't I go see my friends? Why can't I go see my parents? Why can't I go to this football game? Why right. can't I go to a restaurant? I mean, it, so yeah. then, they, then they're like, well, I'm not going to listen to you. And Adam, Adam made the best point, I think. He's made in the last year and a half. Probably not sure. He makes a lot of good points. We were talking Sunday, and he basically said he's like, the biggest issue with the authorities, again, is when they overstep their boundaries by saying, you shouldn't do this. You mm-hmm. shouldn't do that. You shouldn't go see your grandma. Right. You shouldn't have Christmas. Right. And it's not only is that wrong, it's, it's not their expertise, and it, it doesn't take into account cost benefits. But people, and he, again, Adam's very nuanced. He makes the best point. Makes the best point. He said... They're going to do it and then be fine and then say, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. Exactly. So I ought to take the vaccine. Why would I stay home? And so that's that's the most important thing is when you Uh say should or should not do, people are going to automatically, A, have... uh, test that theory Be skeptical and be exactly test that for themselves. When it goes fine, they're like, oh, I'm fine. They're wrong. Well, that's how I feel after getting COVID. Exactly. Because, like, I mean, goodness, back earlier in the semester, I got some sort of sickness. I don't even know where I got it, maybe from school or something. And I actually had to go to a doctor because I was like, I need some antibiotics. I want to knock this out. I didn't have to do a thing for COVID. Exactly. Just some home home therapy at home. Just exactly. Fight it off. Get better. Now, obviously, some people have it worse. I understand that. But for the majority of us, we're doing okay. Exactly. We're not going to Way more, like 85%, Plus, 90%. There, there's nothing out there for us. Exactly. Except cold medicine. Which is basically the symptoms we're getting. Exactly. Well, it's just, again, like we said on here, COVID is the only thing that, like, whatever whatever the small minority of people mm-hmm. it affects, that's everybody has to do, right? Like, alcoholism is a huge right. issue. Right. But do we ban alcohol? No, of course no. not. Why? Because most people handle it. But why not COVID? And don't tell me, oh, alcohol is not contagious. Yes, that is true. But it's, mm-hmm. A, vaccine world. And B, it's all about making choices. So again, alcoholism is not contagious, but it's obviously very addicting, and you can't right. always control the addiction. But we don't ban alcohol. We don't, we don't change the culture. But with COVID, it's like, oh, well, you might be fine, but I might be at risk. And so it's like, so, I, so again, mm-hmm. you expect everybody else to shut down their life right. for what might happen to you on this one issue, mm-hmm. but not about schools closing. So again, is it better if, if kids die because they drop out of school and, and, and overdose on drugs or right. get shot right. or, or go to prison? Right. Because they never went, they were out of school for two and a half years. Is that better than dying from COVID? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was on the union board in summer 2020, and we had some busing discussions, but I was the only one op- fighting for opening schools, of course. Mm-hmm. But basically, like, union members were, were salty at the president, basically saying, like, they're like, you want us to die. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if someone told me that, I don't even know how I would respond to that. Right. I'd probably just look at you like you have three heads. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? I want you to die. What are you talking about? Right, right. Like, what is it even? Victimhood. Victimhood, exactly. Yeah. And again. We're trying to act like a savior because then by by saying, you're wanting me to die, you're basically saying, I'm saving myself right here. That's right. I'm surviving because I went to my work. Exactly. Exactly. I could say the same thing for getting my car and driving to work because I risk my life every day being in a car. Exactly. Anyways. Spot on this post, bravo. And one thing I want to say that also Adam and I talked about is, uh, well, two things actually. So hospitalizations just previously passed last winter's peak, 
big news, and again, mm-hmm. ebbs and flows. Omicron is much less deadlier, but because of the sheer volume of cases, mm-hmm. there's more hospitalizations than, than last winter's peak. And a couple things, they're starting to measure with COVID versus for COVID now, which they should have been doing the whole time. Right. And there's there's people act like it can't be both. It can be true that that bef- there was more risk for COVID before the vaccines, obviously. But it also can be true that they should have measured that the whole time. The, the, the ignorant journalists are like, oh, like, this is different than 2020. Which, again, first off, obviously it is. Yeah. But, again, yeah. A, vaccines are available all 2021, right. not just now. And, B, how does no vaccine mean you can't measure for COVID versus with COVID? Mm-hmm. That's just something that is, that is common sense. Again, it leads to the risk, leads to what... the very beginning. Yeah, it leads to the risk, leads to who's, mm-hmm. who, what, what they're in there for, leads to how serious it is. Right, we need to know that. Exactly. We can't just say, oh, these people have COVID. Like, tell me what they exactly. were in there for. Exactly. Are those are people that have another injury already, like, more susceptible? I don't know that. Exactly. There could be some correlation there. And again, so now you see liberals with two both ends of the spectrum because they're trying to justify living their life because it's so safe, which it is. We've been on that train for almost two years, a year and a half. It is safe. It is safe. But then they're also downplaying the hospitalization because of that. They both can't be true. Hospitalization is just set a peak. Mm-hmm. So either admit, hey, we have to deal with that and live mm-hmm. our lives, and that's just part of it. Or B, you have to go back to what you're doing before, which mm-hmm. was stay at home, not going to a restaurant, visiting friends from their porch, all that. You mm-hmm. can't be both. Again, mm-hmm. because hospitalization just past the peak. So right, if you're right. living your life, you are contributing to that spread. According to your unearned, unearned moral superiority, to quote my boy Ben Shapiro, for the last two years, you are basically a murderer. Right, right. Or you say, I have to live with it. In that case, you just don't, don't have empathy. You're a white guy. don't have empathy. So... We'll see what they say. Right, right. Um, but anyway, one other thing, Adam, is uh, we talked about this. Dr. Shaw, again, very wise, is basically, so New York's getting a lot, hit a lot harder now than last winter. And, of course, last winter they were all praised because they had lower cases, which I saw some data. They actually had a higher case rate than Florida. I'll talk about that next week. But anyway, uh, and again, this is, my, this is this, what frustrates me the most is the reason New York was, quote-unquote, so well, which they weren't, by the way. They had the two... The, the two highest per capita death rates in the world through like the middle of last year in the world, New York and New Jersey, two highest per capita death rates in the world. Look it up, worldometers.com. It's been surpassed recently, but again, till t- last year, I don't know exactly when, but through early last year at least, New York and New Jersey had the two highest per capita death rates in the world. So again, they were being praised, but whatever. But ironically, the reason they were quote unquote doing so well is because they didn't flatten the curve at all. Everybody got hit at once. Everybody got hit at once. So it's like, literally, they did the exact opposite of things and were doing so well, allegedly. Same with South Africa, right? Again, the U.S. did a terrible job dealing with natural immunity and how that plays into it. Mm-hmm. So South Africa, the U.S. is still, thankfully, it's been okay with Omicron, but it's more than South Africa because we're older and because less people were exposed. So again, South Africa got just run roughshod with previous because mm-hmm. everyone got exposed. But shocking, now they're having it better because more people got mm-hmm. exposure. So exactly. again, shocking. Exactly. But getting COVID was a moral failure. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. again, just go to show again, they don't know what they're talking about. Right. Idiots. Idiots. Well, it just brings me back to like my first semesters or like the beginning of semesters at college. You'd always come back and you would get sick. I don't know if that <laughs> happened to you, <laughs> Sometimes. but I would always get a sickness because you bring a whole bunch of people from a whole bunch of different locations. You get together, someone's going to get sick. Someone's going to pass a germ that somebody is not familiar with. That's how germs work. Some germs we're just not familiar with, so we get them, and we get sick. And then you get over it, and you're okay. And then the rest of the semester, usually I was fine until winter break or something, and then everyone would get it again. 
but I'm not saying this is exactly how COVID is going to go. Like, I don't, I can't predict what's going to happen with that. But just knowing from sicknesses in the past, that's usually how it goes. You build up immunity and everybody can live harmoniously, but some people do get sick and you get over it. I'm going to look this up, actually, since you mentioned that in this post. Uh, There was this law professor at George Mason who sued George Mason about their vaccine mandate because they basically, he he Mm -hmm. already was infected. Mm -hmm. And he's like, they basically allowed the the Chinese Finovac vaccine. That was like 50% effective. They would allow that, but they wouldn't account for natural immunity. Right. And so he was like, he's like, that's, of course, BS. So anyway, he sued me one, and I'm trying to find the direct quote. Basically, he like asked his doctor after he recovered, like, do I need to get do I need to get the mm-hmm. vaccine? The doctor looked at him like he, like he had to explain things right. fully to a child. Like, how right. is this guy in a position of power? Because he's like, mm-hmm. no, when you recover from a virus, you're clear. Like, you don't need that. So, again, it, it, yeah. it's common sense. Yeah. It's common sense. Right, right. And one other point, I can't find the quote right now. I don't have to pull it up, but that's fine. But one other point on mass I want to make is, because I go back and forth a lot in my head. I'm like, I got it. Like, what, what, what why, you know, mm-hmm. like, I got to make sure I know what I'm talking about. And, again, twofold, A, cost benefit and b it hasn't even shown to work mm-hmm. the mandates whatever they're doing is not working it's not working cases are soaring again we talked about no difference between florida california louisiana uh connecticut and south dakota through before the vaccines vaccines are not government decision that individual choice so that changes things um but again in the south got hit hard in the summer fall they were in the clear now everybody's getting hit new york city vaccine mandates Cases skyrocketing. Los Angeles County, uh, highest case ever recorded. So again, even if even if you are pro mask, or even if you're pro, we gotta do something. Whatever we're doing, obviously not working. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It obviously ain't working. Mm-hmm. So something's gotta give here because right. either a, uh, it ain't, it doesn't work, or b the the the, the places they're using it is not is not very mm-hmm. conducive or is not very conducive to slowing the threat because right. something it's not working out too well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we need to look up some data about our um, undisclosed state because. Our undisclosed county has a mask mandate. Yes. One, the one county in the whole state with a mask mandate. That's right. That's right. As far as I know right now. And we need to look up some data about that and see if that's actually doing anything for our numbers. Well, I know as of when we started school, our hospitalization rate was higher than the state in terms of available beds. We Uh had less beds than the rest of the state. And again, mask mandate. So what does that say? Yeah. Wear a mask. Or put a mask on. And again, like Adam said, that doesn't mean masks don't work. But it just means it's not as simple as putting a mask on. Because A, mm-hmm. places you wear a mask probably have the best air, grocery stores, things like that, mm-hmm. or spaced out. Mm-hmm. And B, you're not around you're people not, for more than 50 minutes. Exactly. Uh-huh. And everything goes underground. Mm-hmm. So where is this thing spreading? Underground. It's yeah. obvious. It's obvious. Grocery stores are not super spreader events. Football exactly. games are not super spreader events. Exactly. So you're exactly right in this post. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the small gatherings with our friends in exactly. a restaurant. Exactly. So again, yeah. you can say, oh, well, we might as well just do it. Well, why? If something is not helping, or it, it, it's clearly not helping, if something's not helping, mm-hmm. and it really is, it, you know, you can say it's just a mask, okay, but to what end? Mm-hmm. And as I said the whole time, if you want me to change the culture of not showing my face, I need more than just do it. Mm-hmm. I need more than that. Right, right. But if the mask actually worked, then why didn't I get sick in the whole summer when we right. didn't have a mask mandate and I never went anywhere? with it but now i'm sick when i have to wear a mask every day tell me how that works excellent point also as we talked about that led to more flu and weaker immune systems which of course mm-hmm. would back up the hospital system more mm-hmm. but it's okay because it's full strong full strong world of course mm-hmm. 
Miss Post, excellent job as always. Let's make some playoff picks though. Oh yes. So we got let's start Saturday. Uh, Raiders, Bengals. I have no idea in this one because Bengals haven't won a playoff game in thirty one years. Mm. Raiders have won a four in a row, but by the skin of their teeth, if the Browns are healthy three weeks ago, the Raiders lose and they're probably out of it. But they win. They avoid the tie against the Chargers in Week eighteen, which is lost. And thank God didn't end in a tie. Ties is the worst. Uh, I'm picking the Raiders on the road, but I really have no rhyme or reason. Both teams are very up and down, so I have no idea. I have the Bengals on that one, but I do have a little rhyme and reason. <laughs> Tell the folks at home. <laughs> not, not unless I do win this round to pick them. So you heard her, her, her to hear first, folks. She'll tell us next week why she picked the Bengals. Adam already knows. He already said that. Honestly, when we were, when you left Miss Post there night, he said, well, we know who Kayla's picking on this one. Oh, gotcha. Adam knows, Miss Post. Adam knows. All right, uh, Saturday night, Bills-Pats, third time this year. They split. Each team won on the road. Uh, who do you like on that one, Miss Post? I got Bills at home. Bills at home as well. I think rookie quarterback for the Pats, he'll struggle. Uh, Bills at home are tough. Bills Mafia will be out in full force. I'm taking the Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday early game, Eagles, Bucks, Bucks at home. Eagles are a good team, but not their time yet. Bucks will roll, I think. Bucks too. All right, here this is a tough one here, Miss Post. Four thirty, Niners, Cowboys, mm. uh, in Dallas. I believe I had this wild card game preseason. I know I had the Dallas win the division. I think San Fran was wild card, so I'm pretty sure I had this and had San Fran winning. So I guess I got to go with that. I have San Fran winning. I think Dallas. It's a tough matchup mm. for them. San Fran runs the ball. They're playing well. And Dallas chokes a lot, so I got to go Niners, sadly. I'm going to go with Dallas for this one. Home game, I think they'll, they'll step up. This is a big game for them. They might they might want it. I'm so glad you're my co-host, Miss Post. <laughs> uh, all right, Sunday night. Got to love the new Sunday night playoffs. Uh, Steelers, Chiefs, Miss Post, go ahead. I've got Chiefs on this one. Yeah, Chiefs will roll. Steelers aren't that good. Chiefs are at home. They'll roll. Mm-hmm. Lastly, Monday night football, first uh, wildcard Monday night football game in many years. Cardinals at Rams, they also split this year. They each won on the road. Cardinals are better on the road than at home. Rams have struggled. I really have no idea, Miss Post. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Rams just because I think they'll get one win. Stafford will play well enough. Donald is very good. Cardinals are an up-and-down team. I think Kingsbury is a terrible coach, and I don't think they're ready yet. So I'll take the Rams, but again, really no rhyme or reason for that. Rams, too. Slight rhyme, slight reason. Which is? <laughs> I told you next time. Rams? You like the Rams quarterback? No, I, I, I told you what my rhyme and reason. I'm not going to disclose that. Is yet. this the same as the Bengals rhyme and reason? No comment. This is news to me, audience. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, you do. Rams? I think you're thinking of the Cardinals. I don't, I don't know. Never I don't mind. know. Okay. Uh, also, shout out to our content creator, Brian. Uh, I was told to not say his last name. Uh, you know, Caspi's so afraid of being canceled, man. Yo, Brian, we got 10 listeners, man. What are you talking about? Be uncancelable. Be uncancelable. Cancel. Be uncancelable. Anyway, content creator Brian, he sends in some good stuff for us. He cl- he clowns the uh, the nonsense we see. So shout out to him. Thank you for listening today, and uh, best of luck in your life this year. Yes. That shout out to Brian, content creator Brian. Yes. Parting shots, Miss Bose. Do you got any? Um. Get some good sleep. Rest. Stay hydrated. That's what the internet says for COVID. Um, (laughs) No, but actually, stay healthy out there. Um, Get some sunshine if you have it. Amen. We beat our our rivals last week. First time in 11 tries. Excellent job by our varsity. Great game. I was very impressed. Uh, We blew a nine-point lead, came back. It was tied. uh, An opponent player who used to play for our team last year transferred. 
dunked the ball, but got a tee for hanging on the rim. We split the foul shots, got an and one the next play, and then made two free throws later on to win by four. The said transfer missed a three that would have gave them the lead when they were down two. Uh, just a heck of a game, and very proud of our guys. we got to keep building, though. It doesn't mean as much if we don't win the tournament and keep building. So next next job's not finished, mm-hmm. but great win. Mm-hmm. Great win. Miss Post enjoyed it as well, as did Steve. Yes. All right. Thank you all for listening to Scoops. Uh, season one will end about the spring, and but whenever, if the math man, it does not end by the time our season ends, which it probably won't, <laughs> we will uh, do a special episode whenever it ends to just celebrate. Yeah, we'll be celebrate. beating our chest. Might have some guests on. I like that. Um, yeah. All right. Have, stuff for that. have a blessed week. God's blessings. And uh, we'll see you guys soon on Scoops. Mm-hmm. Bye. Goodbye.